What's up, y'all? It's me, it's me, it's ABC. Coming at you live on Block Talk Radio. My studio here in lovely Kent, Washington. Welcome to the ABC podcast, where I take modern dating and I disavow it for your entertainment. If you want to call in, the number is area code 563-999-3596. Area code 563-999-3596. Call in questions, comments, concerns. If you need advice, that's what I'm here for. Um, so you have questions about what's going, something going on in your dating life, or you may want some advice on how to do something or date, whatever, marriage, you're in a relationship, whatever. Give me a call. Let's talk, let's talk through it. If not, if you don't feel like calling, cool. Sit back. Enjoy today's one hour lecture. Now, today, for today's show, what I wanted to do since it wasn't a show last Saturday for, for reasons, um, what I want to do today is do some things that do something that I usually do on Saturdays, which was go through some online dating profiles. So I'm going to do that today. So we'll dig into some match.com and plenty of fish and I'll tear them apart and let you, and tell you what, how I'll tell you how modern women are going. They go crazy. I'll just say they go crazy. But there are a lot of good, there are a lot of good profile, a lot of good women with some good profiles up there. I'm not, so I'm not saying that all women online are crazy. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying that, you know, you do have that sprinkled in with all those good women or women who are just out to lunch. Let's just say that way. Let's put it that way, all right? So we're going to do that today. Um, since I missed a Saturday, we'll do. We'll go ahead and do it today. I was contemplating whether to do a show today or not. Because there is just because of just the way the day was starting to shape up, going from yesterday, but um, looks like I got some studio time. Looks like I got a little bit of studio time to myself, so I'll be able to do this show kind of quietly, or you know, it, it, it's relatively quiet in here. But I was gonna have my son, but you know, my girlfriend's able to evac my son to, uh, I don't know, go play somewhere. I don't know. She probably took him to the mall or something. I don't know, but um, it's good. So now I get to record. So. Yeah, this is what we'll do. But first, what a modern, a high value woman. What is a high value woman? See, everybody talks about the high value man, right? The high value man, he has a great job. Debatable, but he has a great job. Um, I want to say a great job. He's like a CEO, so I say debatable because you can literally be you can literally be an electrician and have a great job you can literally be a garbage man and have a great job why because garbage men get paid lots of money to, to take out garbage they get something what's called hazard hazard duty pay hell i was when i was in the army and we used to go because we used to support people who went to jrtc and stuff right because we're at what used to be called fort polk i guess not called fort polk anymore but what used to be called Fort Polk, I was stationed there. When I was stationed there, I was with the 115 Field Hospital Field Sand Team. And what we used to do is we used to go out when different units came to JRTC for their surtexes, right? For certification exercises or surtexes. We used to go and we used to provide we used to provide support for those exercises, right? So we never took part in their exercises with them per se. What we did was we set up the environment and then we set up you know, we set up the environment and everything, and we kind of we kind of ran the grounds, as it were, while these people did their uh, what these people did to Surtexas. Now, first five hundred ninth provided um, the opposition force. We provided all the amenities, and then they just came in and 
Oh, and we provided the medical support too. So if anybody got like real world injured or anything like that, they come back to us. We, you know, we patch them up and send them back to their what's it called. That's just real world. Um, for surtex injuries and stuff, you know, they defer to whoever their whoever their scenario captains were. But if it was real world stuff, that was us, right? Because again, field hospital. I was in the field hospital. Well, I was part of the field sand team, so we set up hand wash stations. We had water points for them to come get water on their breaks and things like that. And one thing that we did was we did, I'm saying, I'm telling you this entire story for a reason, so bear with me here. One of the things that I was, I personally was responsible for my, myself and my team were setting up the hand wash points, making sure the water was sanitized and potable and setting up the, and setting up the portage on right? Everybody needs a porta potties. So get the porta potties and, you, and we dropped them. The guy who came around to clean the porta potties every day to suck out the blue water, to change the blue water, get all that stuff out of there, put some new stuff in there, and hose down, hose it down, and clean it out. That guy made about one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. So don't come to me and tell me that these kind of guys don't make good money because they do. It's it's they do. They get looked. They get passed over a lot because what their job entails. But I'm telling you, these guys make great money, okay? You want a six-figure earner? The guy who cleans the portage Yes. And because um, I think he owned that company. I believe he owned the company. And he contracted with different things to include the U.S. military. So this dude made money. So if, you, if you're looking at the guy who cleans portage and you're like, oh, that guy is, that guy is low value or whatever, you're deluding yourself at this point, right? If you look at the if you look at oil riggers and things like that, and you think, oh my God, he's an oil rigger, he doesn't make a lot of money. You're deluding yourself, all right? So again, if you're only looking at like entrepreneurs and CEOs as make as like the pinnacle of earning, and I get it, doctors on paper, they make three hundred. Not doctors, but your highest level trauma surgeons and stuff can make up to $300,000 a year. The highest paid surgeon, I think, in America makes three, I think 327. Okay. Stipulated. Boy, stipulated doctors, right? Well, lawyers, if you're getting into um, business and business law and things like that, or um, privatize, uh, privatize attorneys for like high, high powered businessmen and uh, government officials and things like that. Okay. I can get, I can kind of get that maybe but a lot of these other men are in great paying jobs are getting overlooked because of the nature of the job because the nature of the job just isn't glamorous like that but they still pay a hell of a lot of money i know people who who work on building these airplanes that can easily make over a buck 20 a year and they're just putting stuff inside of airplanes so again you know some of these guys have really nice cars and really nice houses. It takes them a while to do it. doesn't take them a while to just make it overtime and things like that. With overtime, they can easily surpass 150. I'm just saying that right now. Overtime can push these guys into a easily into $120 an hour. I'm just saying. Well, what's a high-value woman? Everybody everybody talks about what a high-value man is, right? He's loyal and he has, he has a good bankroll and, you know, he has his money and things like that. And investments, of course, right? Because you know you got to secure the future. But what is a high? Nobody really talks about what a high value woman is. Why? Because there is, there are so many, there are so many 
ideas out there floating around about what a high-value woman is. Nobody can really come to a consensus. See, everybody comes to a consensus about what a high-value man does. Why? Because men are just, there are just certain expectations of men that are rigid and and um, unflappable, right? They're just rigid. They're not going to change. This is it because, again, expectations of men. They are what they are, and they have been for millennia. But since women started coming around to trying to be like men, go back to go back to my episode where I talk about um, where I talk about how women have co-opted men's curses and things like that, trying to be like men. But since women want to be like men, there's real no consensus about what a high value woman is. And the reason why part of the reason why is because men never really cared about a woman's income. Women cared about women's income. So when women talk about their income making them or their degrees making them high value men are like no it's not that's literally not it at all men talk men talk about how youth and femininity and fertility and beauty make them high value and women are like no that's not it at all because we went through millennia of being young and beautiful and things that we still got passed over for you still got passed over so again now whether it's true or not yeah but that's that's the debate going on. So there's real no con- there's no real consensus. Everybody's saying something different, right? So I wanna, what I want to do right now is I want to get some opinions via YouTube from different people about what this high value woman supposedly is. What is a high value woman? Because if you can't, we need to come to some sort of consensus about what a high value woman is before we start labeling women as high value. Because women are labeling themselves high value, and are they really high value? Or are they just deluding themselves? That's a that's a legit question out there that's being asked. So let's see. The first short I want to go through on YouTube is from the great Jordan Peterson, and I want to hear his example of mm-hmm. a definition of a high value woman. So let's see. What do you got to say, so Jordan? Imagine that you have an attractive girl, and a variety of relatively high status men are chasing her. Now you might ask, well, how do they evaluate her status? And I think they evaluate her status by her ability to say no. So imagine, you know, a high status person offers himself or herself to you. If you're of lower status, you're gonna say yes right away. But one marker of higher status is, well, no, I don't need what you're selling. Yeah, but what I'm selling is great. Yeah, but I have so many offers that I'm not inclined to take your offer it's voluntary no on the part of women that signals their status and you see this people are stumbling towards this realization even on the radical leftist front because they keep saying no means no it's like well yeah i wish it was that clear but at a drunken frat party what constitutes no is not self-evident so imagine so basically what he's saying is a woman's ability to pick the proper time to say no. And again, there is a certain amount of social discernment on the part of women that just needs to be partaken of, right? Because again, with the ball modern dating and hookup scene and things like that, well, no has become muddled. And it really takes, it does take away from the value of a woman where she's, her, her nose becomes selective, right? She may say, she may go to a hookup party. I mean, a hookup party. She may go to a frat party and say no to one guy and then yes to these other guys. And what and what value does that bring to her, right? So that's kind of that's that's kind of a thing. Let's hear 
what Andrew Tate has to say about because Andrew Tate loves going around talking about what a high value woman is. So let's see. As actually, let's go to Andrew Tate on Fresh and Fit because Andrew Tate and Myron Gaines love to talk about what a high what let's talk about high value people, men and women. So let's hear what they have to say. So. Let's get a lot of guys going. are successful to have money to have status. This is how they think, right? I'm telling you guys just how they think. A lot of times they're not going to tell you guys this because they want to have sex. This is what a girl should say. I'm not a hoe. Low body count. I'm going to be submissive. I'm going to be dutiful to you. I'm going to assist you with whatever you want. I'm going to make your life easier. I will be an asset to your life and not a liability. I am yeah. going to help Compliment. you with everything you got going on. And I'm going to turn off my IG. I'm not going to talk to other girls. And if you want to go ahead and bring another girl to the situation, I will assist you in doing that. And she's basically going to be what I call an indispensable piece in the spoke wheel where she's going to help you operate at 105 percent versus you operating on your own and being 100 percent. a lot of guys are just successful so myron Gaines, and it wasn't too much on your tape that was just myron Gaines. but myron Gaines says that the high value woman is she's submissive and she's beautiful she's another spoken she provides asset to your life there's a lot there was a lot going on now there's a lot going on there there's a lot to unpack there but you, I can see where a lot of a lot of modern women would have a problem with what he's saying, especially with the if you want to bring other girls into the mix, because again, it's not about it's not about total it, submission. Doesn't mean subservience, and I this is what this is one thing that me and Myron will vehemently disagree on. Submission does not mean subservience. Because you're submissive doesn't mean you're subservient. There's a difference in the two, and I think he gets those those two concepts muddled. Um, Submissiveness just means you're agreeable and you're open to and you're open to ceding leadership to a higher authority. That's and following orders. That's submissiveness, right? Subservience is like the doormat thing. You just do whatever you're told un, un, unfailingly and unflinchingly, right? That's a that's a difference between pretty much a good woman and a Stepford wife, right? You're not a robot. We don't want robots. We want we don't want robots that we just tell it what to do and it does it. We want actual people with brains and opinions and things like that. Um, but adding value to adding value to a man's life that's kind of, that's a legit thing, right? Um, helping a man helping a man live an easier life that's a legit thing because if you help a man live an easier life, that man's going to make your life easier in turn. It's all transactional at that point, right? So that is a legit thing. So he 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 said a, he made a lot of legit points, and he didn't. Uh, but the point at the end, right? So let's tell you what Andrew Tate has to say. When you say men don't lie because you believe in actions, I'm saying a lot of actions are lies. Am I high value woman in your right? You're very good looking. So I would say, uh, yeah, absolutely. You're beautiful. You seem like you're a good person. You seem intelligent. You're not stupid. So I'd say you're a high-value woman, but your actions dictate that, right? The most important actions a woman can undertake is loyalty. Every man out here knows that disloyalty is the most disgusting thing a female could ever do to her man. But are you loyal? Let's not pretend that male loyalty and female loyalty are the same thing. But loyalty is loyalty. No, but they're not the same thing, are they? Why is it not? Because men and women are not the same. We are not the same. You are correct there. Okay, so we agree. No, but I'm not agreeing to people being dishonest, cheaters, liars. When you say men don't lie, Okay, now Andrew Tate, he says he boils being high value down to, you know, looks and actions, right? You're beautiful and you're you're loyal, right? You're loyal to your man and you don't go out doing your thing. And then he goes kind of goes off the rails saying that men and women, when their disloyalty is different, when it's literally not, 
All right, let's not get this twisted. Because he'll say that because he's under the impression that sexual and again, a lot of a lot of this is rooted in um in medical knowledge. I did a show. And it's a show about a low body count. So go back to you've heard of the show about the low body count. When I gave the medical reasons to keep your body counts low, right? But what happens when you're in a relationship? See, a lot of people think that, well, men can cheat in a relationship because of XYZ reasons and women are not women can't cheat in a relationship because of XYZ reasons. And I'm saying, and I'm sitting here saying nobody can cheat in any relationship because of XYZ reasons, right? It's a whole self, it's a whole self-control thing. What's one thing that separates us from animals, besides the whole making fire thing and having opposable thumbs, is the fact that we have we do the self-control thing and we can actually teach self-control to animals, right? This is a whole this whole thing about training dogs. And so people train cats all the way down to guinea pigs, right? You can train animals. We train animals to have self-control, whereas um, animals can animals don't train each other to have self-control. This is the difference. This is one of the many differences that separates humans from animals: self-control. In a when you're in a committed relationship, being a long-term relationship, being a, um, a um, agreed-upon long-term relationship or a marriage, because marriage is really not a necessity anymore. So let's not get that twisted. I mean, yeah, religious necessity, yes um a legal necessity no so there are arguments to be had on both fronts so let me get that out the way first but whether you're in a long-term relationship when you're agreed upon long-term relationship or if you're married um cheating is just bad on anybody's part like disloyalty is just or unfaithfulness is bad on anybody's part whether you're a man or a woman because it just breaks trust you trust this person to be committed to you now understood if you have these if you have these worked out beforehand before you get into the relationship if you work out some parameters of well i'm going to do my thing and you're going to do your thing right so if you have some kind of agreement then whatever most people don't into an enter into a relationship with an agreement that they're going to sleep with other people that's just that's just it so again how a high value woman would agree would be agreeable to her man sleeping with other women just because of some ill-perceived sexual differences i i, I don't know again it's a, it's a difference between being subservient and submissive right and it sounds like a lot of these men want subservience and not submissiveness and they get the two confused so we get to, we got a few opinions right about and again there's a lot there's some truth there's and i don't think it goes deep enough right but let's go to a definitive source because again we need to come to an agreement on what a virtuous woman is and as one-dimensional as some of these opinions are there's actually a definitive there's actually definitive there's a definitive answer on what what a high value woman is right so let me read this real quick and we'll put this to bed and then we'll get to the um and then we'll get to the plenty of fish profiles let's see the heart of her husband doth safely trust in her so that she shall have no need of spoil she'll do him good and not evil all the days of her life she seeketh wool and flax and, and worketh willingly with her hands she's like 
merchant ships. She bringeth her food from afar. She riseth also while it is yet night, and giveth meat to her household, and a portion to her maidens. She considereth a field, and buyeth it. With the fruit of her hands she planteth a vineyard. She girdeth her loins with strength, and strengtheneth her arms. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good. Her candle goeth not out by night. She layeth her hands to the spindle, and her hands hold the distaff. She stretches out her hand to the poor. Yea, she reaches forth her hand to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household. For all her household are clothed with scarlet. She maketh herself coverings of tapestry. Her, cloth her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates. When he, when he sitteth among the elders of the land. She maketh fine linen, and selleth it, and delivereth girdles unto the merchant. Strength and honor are her clothing, and she shall rejoice in time to come. She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children arise up, and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praiseth her. Many daughters have done virtuously. But thou is sellest them all. Favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman that favoreth the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her the fruit of her of her hands, and let her own works uh, let her own works praise her in the gates. That, my friends, is Proverbs thirty-one. Ladies, if you're not living that Proverbs thirty-one, there's no way you can call yourself high value. I don't care how how many degrees you have what kind of job you have, how far you got in your career, what your income is, how fertile you are. None of that matters. If you don't, and again, this Saturday, I'm going to go through this with my two-hour special, and I'm going to break this all down. But if you don't live, if you're not living Proverbs 31, there's no way you can call yourself high value. I don't care if you believe the Bible or not. This here, Proverbs 31, is a roadmap to being a high-value woman. And that's just it. Now, plenty of fish. Let's go to plenty of fish. Let's do some profiles, yeah? Let's see. I'm going to go to... Uh, oh. <laughs> Let me expand this because I just don't see everything that I'm seeing. So I'm going to expand this. And let's see. We'll go to this here. Hmm. This one is... Malibu girl, 2011. She's from Olympia. She's 54 years old, right? Let's see. Basics. Job she prefers not to say. I don't know why. She's a high school graduate, so she doesn't have any degrees or whatever. She has a high school diploma. Uh, she's blonde on blue. He is a more Rubenesque woman. Uh, let's see. More about Malibu girl, 2011. I'm a very loyal person to my family and friends and believe that honesty is the best policy. I like to listen to rock, pop, country, and yet some class and yet some classical music. So she's she's pretty well rounded in her musical in her musical taste. Which is actually a good thing. Um nobody should really nobody should really confine themselves to one genre of music, one or two genres of music. And I think that's a big problem in the black community because you can they'll tell you all about Lil Nas X and Lil Wayne and all these other people, Young Buck and 
they can tell you all about in all the latest rappers and some some um, R&B people. But ask them when was the last time they when was the last time they listened to um, Count Basie or Benny Goodman, and they'll they'll look at you like, huh? Or you ask them what is the best part of um what is the best part of Mozart uh Mozart Concerto and D Binder, and they'll be like, eh. So again, it doesn't hurt to become more more musically eclectic, to say the least. Let's see, I like to go out and have fun, but I also like quiet nights at home. I am not looking to hook up on here. Okay. Let's see. Let's go. Let's keep going. Because I got something to say about that. Um, now that you're looking for hookups, so if that's your intention, please move on to the next profile. Please do not ask me to move to a different platform to chat, Google, WhatsApp, or any other sites, respectfully. Okay, that's cool. But ma'am, you're 54 years old, and you've kind of, again, you women, especially when you're older, you have to kind of understand that when you're when you're older like this, over 40, you start losing control of the dating market. So you kind of, you, you really have to come and take what's available. And I know this, I know that sounds kind of harsh, but the reality of it is that you just don't have a whole lot of choice in the matter. You really don't because a lot of the guys that you say that you're looking for, and she doesn't say, she doesn't say the guys she's looking for, which is kind of a big mistake. She just talks about her and what she doesn't want. So I can understand why she's probably still on this thing after some time. But understand that you don't con- you don't control that dating market anymore, so you got to kind of take what comes along. Now I get it, you're not here, you're not there to hook up or do anything like that. But let's go through, let's go through because a lot of times, well, her pictures are decent. It's just that, well, okay, yeah, not bad. They're actually she's she's more on the dressed down conservative side, so that's a good thing. That's a good thing. It's just that. You know, at 54 years old, what do you really have to offer? I mean, you don't even list what you have to offer. So, of course, no guy no guy that's worth his salt is going to look at you because you literally, you literally don't have anything to offer. Again, you're 54 years old, and the only thing you talk, you talk about yourself and what you like, but you don't say what you have to offer. So, that being the case, I don't know, I just don't see it. I just don't see I just don't see it for you. It's, I don't see it in the cards. Just basically just going off that profile. I don't again, you're just gonna get a lot of dudes who just want to hook up and that's it. You're not gonna get any anybody of quality. Because people of quality want to know what you have to offer. What are you offering me? What's the incentive? Remember I keep I keep going back to that word, incentive. What is the incentive there? Right? Let's see, small but fierce AF. This one is 59 from Tacoma. She's five feet, so she's small but fierce. She's in the medical field. She has an associate's degree. She's brown on blue eyes, brown hair on blue eyes. Again, a little more Ruben S. women. Let's check out your pictures because, let's see, headshot, got that shot. Okay, not the pictures aren't bad. She actually has good pictures. This one with a hoodie. A lot of selfies and close-ups. She's got the one picture of her wherever she, oh, with the pumpkin patch. That's a good picture. So, again, not bad. It's just a whole lot of close-up face shots. 
Sure. Let's see. Uh, small but fierce. About small but fierce AF. Before you read any further, oh, this a the, some of the best bios begin with before you read any further. So let's get into this. Before you read any further, I've gotten pushback and side glances and little comments because I do not respond right away and then question how serious am I. It's true because if you're on a dating, yeah, yes, because if you're on a dating site and understand something, ma'am, Miss Small but Fierce, if you're on a dating site, you're literally on a dating site, and when people message you, they think they ex there's a certain expectation of of a timely response to, to say. So again, you're on a dating site because you're looking for people to date, and you don't know when people are going to message you. So it behooves you to check again. You don't have to check constantly throughout the day, but at least once a day is good. If you go more than if you go more than once a day. I mean, if you go less than once a day checking your profile, you do, do it once every two days, once every three days. It means you're not very serious. You're not taking dating, being on this dating app very seriously. And it decreases your chances of finding somebody that you, that fancies you and you fancy. Why? Because they're going to send you a message and then you're not going to respond and then they're going to move on. And then by the time you get the message and you reply to them, they've already moved on. So again... The not timely, the untimely responses really doesn't do you any justice. This is why you're getting comments and side glances and things like that. It does. It's not you personally. It's just that, you know, you're not. The perception there is that you're not taking the, you're not taking your romantic life very seriously. If a, you're on plenty of fish to begin with, but b, if you're not, if you're not, at least checking your messages every day. Let's see. Um, how to, do I even have time? You sound busy. Yeah, because if you're not checking your thing often, that means you're too busy to be checking checking up on your dating life. So all of that is legit concern. Look, I am content. My life is full and even complete. Then what are you doing here? Like, literally, what are you doing here, Miss Small But Fierce? If, you're, if your life is complete and you're content with what you have, then be content with what you have. Again, it's the money ball thing. If you're content with what you have, why aren't you content with what you have? Why do you want a dating site? Um, let's see. I do not spend my days looking for you. Then what do you what are you literally even doing here? I do, I cannot wait to live. I cannot wait for you to enjoy my days and nights. I won't I won't be miserable just because I am alone. Yet here you are. I see this is what I don't get. This is the thing about, okay, if you're strong and, in, again, the money ball thing, if you're strong and independent, well, why why aren't you strong and independent? Why are you here waiting? If you're not waiting for people, if you're not here waiting for people, then why are you here waiting for people? I don't get this. Like, And then you get on here, you put up a profile, people message you, and you don't even respond to them right away, and then you get mad when they question if you're busy or not. Like, lady, are you serious right now? Let's see. If I meet an incredible man that makes me laugh, fills my days with joy, and my evenings with companionship, wonderful. I will nurture that and savor that. No, you literally won't. Because a couple paragraphs paragraph earlier, paragraph or two earlier, you said you're content. Your life is full and even complete. So wherewith would you appreciate a man who would do all these things for you if your life is already complete? Where is the room for appreciation? See, here's the thing. And let me get off on this tangent for a little bit because it goes back to um, it goes back to how people are raised. Where 
again, if you have somebody who was raised with a silver spoon in their mouth versus somebody who was raised in poverty, now, both of them have come into their own, right? Both of them have come into, however they did it, they've come into having lots of money, investments and things like that. The person who came from poverty to come into riches will have a better chance, will stand a better chance of keeping that money than the person who was born with a silver spoon in their mouth. Why? Because the person who was born to, with a silver spoon in their mouth don't appreciate it because they've already had it. Whereas a person who grew up poor wouldn't better appreciate and would be a better steward of that money than, than the person with the silver spoon in their mouth. Statistically, that bears out. So, that being said, this woman, if she has, again, what other women on here who are like, who are legit alone and are looking for a man to complete their lives, when a man comes along, she, they will have a higher, they, the chances of them appreciating the amount of that comes along will be higher than this, this small but, this small but fierce has of appreciating any man that comes her way. She just will not. Whereas an, another woman who is legit looking for a man to complete her life will appreciate that man. So again, under understood now why this woman is 59 and lonely. And again, she says she's not lonely. She says her life's complete. But judging off of what is being said, and I again, I, I base a lot of what is said, because what is said tells a lot about you. Um, a lot of this a lot of this is um is coping. It just sounds like it, right? Let's see. If I mean, but please do not be angry because I also fill my days with laughter, joy, and the company of family and friends. That's fine, but none of that precludes you from checking your plenty of fish at least once a day. Um, you'll never get all my time, nor do I want all of your time. I hope to find somebody who already laughs, uh, already joyful. Okay, let's hear what you have to offer because again. 59 years old, and you act like everything else comes first but your own friggin' dating life. So, at least let's hear what you have to offer, because, again, incentive, right? What is the incentive of me responding to somebody that's... What's the incentive to respond to somebody that's 59 years old, and I shouldn't say me, because I already have a girl. I'm not even looking. I have a wonderful woman. And the incentive, to, there were plenty of incentives to for dating her. So I jumped on when I had the chance, literally, but that's for another show. Um, but what's the incentive? Because, again, I, you seem like you don't, you just don't have time for any, to squeeze anybody else in. Like, it sounds like men are just an afterthought to you, right? It's just, men are just there just for, just for when you don't have time to do anything else and you have your man. So what's the incentive here? Let's see. Now about me. My life is small, small family, small circle of friends, recently moved to Washington from California. That, that explains a lot. Uh, learning the area, the jazz spots, and still looking for great little, great little hang spots. Some days I'm a hot mess, and others I've totally got it together. Sometimes I'm an introvert, others social like a butterfly. I'm not moody, but I have moods. So this woman's full of contradictions. She, I, don't, I doubt if she even knows what she wants. She says, she says she's moody. She's not moody, but she has moods. She says that she has it together and then she's a hot mess. She says she, her life is complete, but now she wants a man. So, she, again, this is like a Gemini thing, right? Is she a Gemini? Let me see. Um, let's see, woman, she doesn't say. 
Okay. Uh, but it just sounds, that's just this whole Gemini theme. Um, my hope, friendship, good love, great laughs, warm hugs, not looking for someone to blow my mind. This be true and what makes you happy. Simple and what pleasures you have a mind full and honest heart. Again, what do you have? What are you offering? What's the incentive here? I just don't understand. I'm at a point in my life where I want honest companionship, a friend to look across the table and then get a friend. Why are you even here trying to date? Uh, take walk with me, help challenge myself on hikes, read to me, keep me company while I cook, enjoy my grandkids with me, Saturday nights out. Then, have, then, okay, lady, you don't even know what you want at this point because I doubt, and the reason why she's 59 and single is because she has no idea how to carry on, how to conduct a relationship. This is the problem here. Miss Small Bit Fierce has no idea how to how a relationship goes. She thinks she conflates friendships and relationships. And I think that's why I don't even know if she's let's see, single she wants relationships. So she's not doesn't say she's a voice or anything like that. But again, get a friend, get a dog. What are you here even dating? Why are you even here trying to date if you have no idea how to carry on a relationship? You just don't. I don't get women like this. They learn how to first, first, before you even start trying to date, learn how a relationship actually works so that while you're dating, you can actually assess the probability of a decent relationship with somebody because you can't assess the You can't, you can't assess the probability of a good relationship. If you don't even know how to carry one out, if you don't know how to carry on in a relationship or you don't know how a relationship goes, there's no way you can date to get into a relationship. If you don't know. I mean, I thought this was axiomatic, but evidently in some women, it's just not. Let's see, Evex, 7 uio I'm looking for my best friend. You're looking for your best friend? Understand that, hold on, let me see. Five six from Auburn, she's 41. She's a CPA, she's got a bachelor's degree. She's single, she's putting in serious effort. Okay, cool, putting in serious effort. Let's see how... Let's see, Miss AVCX7 UIOO, whatever all that means. Let's see how serious her effort is. I like listening to stories. I like listening to other people's stories. Everyone has their own stories. If they're willing to share them, I'm happy to listen. About her. I'm smart and funny, easy to talk to, honest, reliable. I have my own life. I like to travel and see the scenery all over the world. Okay, you are just another face in the crowd. And again, great pictures, right? Pretty woman. I mean, she's, you know, she's well, she's well put together and all this stuff, but sorry, I just don't see incentive. I just don't see incentive here. There's not, you, you literally spend a whole profile saying nothing. Yeah, you got a great figure and you're a beautiful woman at 41, but that's it. Like, seriously, you're another face in the crowd by that, at that point. I can understand if you get people who like you because they're pretty. But what's underneath that? Like, a quality person was is going to look for something, what's underneath the surface. Because everybody knows that that's what makes a person, what's underneath the surface. Go back to Proverbs 31. Are you any of that? You don't say. So am I supposed to take a chance and just try to find out? Yeah. Not when you're just another face in the crowd. I just don't see it. I really don't. Again, looking at looking at this through the through the lens of a provider protector man. 
I just don't see the incentive there. I just don't. There's there's none. Let's see. Uh, who is this? R F N N E J B. Be yourself. Oh, that's interesting. Um, let's see. She's not bad looking. I mean, yeah, she's she's hit, she has hit the wall, but you know, she's she's not fat. She's actually really she's rather thin. She's only got two pictures. Um, she is so she's she's not bad looking at all. She's from Portland. She's fifty years old. Let's see. She's a business owner. She has a bachelor's degree. Let's see. Hazel eyes, brown and hazel eyes, athletic. Yeah, that definitely is. Single. She's putting in serious effort. Not like the last girl who said she was putting in effort and she wasn't. She said she was putting in effort and she's not. But let's see this one. About me. I'm a youthful 50-year-old and enjoy an active lifestyle. My job, and remember, go back to the thing I said about Valerie Bertinelli. The Valerie Bertinelli syndrome is strong in this one. Um, my job is also active, so I appreciate down and relaxation time on the weekends, cooking, baking, gardening, and going for local road trips, all things that I enjoy on a regular basis. You and everybody else, lady. I have a dry sense of humor and quick wit. Although I own a business and raise my son, she's a single mom, on my own, I'm creating time for myself now, and that feels good to me. So, again, single mom, as a provider protector, man, looking at this, I'm not sure what incentive there is to date you. Again, you don't say what you have to offer, except you're bringing a son into the um, you're bringing a son into the relationship who may or may not have a level of respect that a provider or protector is willing to tolerate. I'm just saying. So, women, to spend a little more time talking about what it is you have to offer because right now, I just don't see much. I don't. It's like again, women, you're playing left, you're sitting out, you're playing left field, waiting for the ball to come to you. And that's just not how it works anymore. The sexual revolution killed all of that. So there you go. Don't play. Stop playing left field because it's really it's not it's it's not going to happen if you sit back and play left field anymore. Because again, you just become another penguin in the flock, and nobody can really pick you out from any. You don't you don't stand out. And remember what I said about OnlyFans. How there are two ways of making, there are two ways of getting noticed, making money on OnlyFans. One is if you bring in your own, if you have a name to bring in already that everybody knows, and that those are all the top earners of OnlyFans. Or B, you have to do something that stands you out from the crowd. And this is where a lot of OnlyFans women go wrong and why it's not good to date an OnlyFans girl is because in order for her to make a name for herself or start making money on OnlyFans, she has to start doing more more extroverted things let me put it that way and so all of that's going on the internet and all of that's being recorded and so there's a lifelong forever documentation of all the things that she that she's done to make a name for herself on OnlyFans and then you're going to get with that and then that's going to attach itself to your name and next thing you know your life is being dragged down so that's not that's why it's not a good idea to date an OnlyFans girl I'm sorry if OnlyFans girls are getting upset at that but it's true. So women, when it comes to these dating profiles, you got to kind of make yourself stand out. Now I'm not saying you got to do go on an OnlyFans route and do something extremely extroverted, like you know. But make sure you make you and like I said in one of the Saturday shows, make sure you when you set up these profiles, you go look and see what everybody else says, and then do something different because. 
I can read 50 different profiles right now, and all 50 would say the same thing about long walks and traveling. Like, again, you're just another face in the flock at that point. Connie Lynn 49. Let's see, Connie Lynn. Okay, not bad. Attractive women. Uh, short brown hair. Glasses. Like that. Right. Um, but a lot of selfies. This is actually not a bad picture. So, again, I always judge by number of selfies how the likelihood of um, narcissism. I just find a positive correlation there. The number of selfies to narcissism, to propensity for narcissism. There's a positive correlation there. Everybody else would say that too. She's an office manager. She has an associate's degree. She is 59 years old from Yakima. 5'10", so she's rather tall. Let's see, about Connie Lynn, 49. I hate talking about myself. So my friend of 40 years also, 40, oh, 40 years wrote this for me. Connie is a beautiful soul. Uh, she has a great sense of humor. I love her giggles. She says she is a work in progress. But I think she is perfect the way she is. But appreciate that she knows no one is perfect. It keeps trying to always learn and grow as a human. A human mom, lover, worker. She's always curious about things and likes to have things in order. She has raised two kids that have their own happy lives and has so much to be proud of. She works so hard to play hard. She works hard and plays hard too. Uh, she likes to be active and take care of herself. She deserves a guy that will put her happiness first and watch her grow as loving wifey with a great man that will always have her back and give her daily love and be present for her. Hold her when things are tough and hold her when she cries. Tears of joy about her grandbabies or a beautiful view of out of your beach house. My friend is a bit dramatic, but I guess most of that is true. So basically, you're saying that you just want to take, 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 take. And again, number of selfies to narcissism is a positive correlation. This girl has nothing to offer you, but she's she only lives for what you can do for her, is what this sounds like. Now, again, if she had somebody write this for her, like she like it said in the beginning, then whoever wrote this for her really did her no justice, and she really needs to have a conversation with this person. Because this person made her sound like she's absolutely a taker and has nothing to offer in return. So again, she probably may want to ask her friend to revise this. Because on the surface, it sound, it just sounds like, you know, I just want you to do for me and do for me and do for me. Well, what do you, what do you, what, what's the incentive? Why am I going to do all this for you? What, what is in it for me? What are you willing to, what are you willing to put in in return? Nothing? Okay, next, right? So let's move on. Ladies, understand something. In this modern dating, in the modern dating sphere, we, and maybe I should end on this. Well, no, I'm not going to end on this here because I still have some time. But in this modern dating sphere, right? No longer is it, I wouldn't say appropriate, but, again, it's nice that you talk about yourself and what you like and what you want, but you literally have to have something to offer in return. Again, the go back to when, when I read Proverbs 31. And everything the woman does for her loved ones, and not just she, she demands that her husband does this, 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 and that, because that's not what a high-value woman does. 
A high value woman knows her talents and then uses it for the benefit of not her, not only her own family, but for the community as a whole. Again, on Saturday, this Saturday, I'm going to go through, I'm going to break this down line by line. And I'm going to explain to you how it is that a, that a high value woman doesn't only think about herself, right? She uses her talents and she, she enriches the community as a whole through her talents, right? A lot of you modern women don't get that. A lot of you modern women are looking for what you can get from a man. So you look for these provider protector husbands and because provider protector men because you want to be provided for, you want to be protected. That's fine. However, you have to have something just like the Proverbs 31 woman did. You have to have a talent that not only enriches the household, which means the man as well, and any children, which if you're 59, you're not going to have any more children. Got that. But you have to enrich the household and the community as a whole. Do you have that? And it sounds like the woman, the last woman that I read, she just doesn't. And again, if she does, then she better tell whoever wrote that thing for her to include that. Because that's going to turn off a lot of quality men. And then they're going to look at it and be like, next, right? Because again, if there's no incentive, there's no incentive. And that's just it. And what I can do, the only when you only list what I can do for you and then call that an incentive, and no. Victoria 88032. She's, oh, oh wait, no, I did her before. I remember her. Um, I remember the name. Let's see, Tanisha, 2252. She loves traveling. No kidding, woman. See, I, I, I tell you, I haven't run across a woman here that loves traveling yet. This is the first one. <laughs> Let's see. She's from Tacoma. She's 40, black woman, uh, brown on black. Average body. Well, let's find out. There is nothing average about that. You are, you're big woman. Uh, yeah, you, you're a big woman. There's nothing average about that. You're Rubenesque. So let's not even front. Conversation starters, honesty. Yeah, by saying you're average when you're actually Rubenesque, that's not the pin to be of honesty. But okay, what else? Let's see. Um, African-American single. She wants a relationship. Interested in men. She has some college. She's a teacher. Uh, about to nature 2252. Let's meet and talk. That's it. How about no? Because I literally know nothing about you. Let's see. Uh, and even her pictures, yeah, they're not bad. It's just that you know, when you're Rubenesque and you say you're average, that's and I guess the average woman is Rubenesque, so I can't really. Uh, no, because the average woman is five four and one between one forty one fifty, and she is five foot seven and weighs about one eighty. So, yeah, she's she's definitely not average. Let's see, but yeah, again, um, playing left field, not really putting a lot of information except besides that we didn't talk. How about no, because a person with options are just going to exercise those options, and I'm sorry, but there's just not incentive. No incentive. No. Excuse me. I don't get what's with the lack of incentive here. Let's see. Who's next? Uh, my purple eyes. Let's see you. My purple eyes. We have to start somewhere. 
Okay, that's a good opening. That's actually a good opening. Let's see the pictures. Okay, she's a bit of a bigger woman, a little older. Conservative dress. That's not bad. Um, not bad. Conservative dress. Conservative dressing is a start. She's 5'7". She's 50 years old from Wilsonville, Oregon. Let's see. Basically, she's in retail. She has a bachelor's degree, and you're in retail? Okay. Um, she's brown hair, green eyes, big and tall. Yeah. Because she is 5'7", and she's a little bit on the more portly side. She's divorced. She's putting in some effort to find someone interested in men. About my purple eyes, I prefer we talk and get to know each other that way. Talk about what? Because you don't have any conversation starters. Either it says either just be creative or say hello. Where is your creativity? You you you're expecting something out of other people that you're not displaying yourself. So I just don't get that. You want you want something that you're not you're not putting you're not putting that energy out. So I don't get that. So ladies, if you're gonna want creativity, at least be creative yourself because I would never, again, when I was in the military, I would never expect my soldier to do something that I wasn't perfectly capable of doing myself. That is a thing, you know. Let's see. Uh, Melanin Beauty 6, black woman. She's not bad looking. Um, a little pudgy around the middle. Not, But again, she's not... She's not fat. She's just a little pudgy around the middle. That's just it. She's 35. She's from Portland, Oregon. She's six feet, so she's, real, she's tall. Let's see, peace, love, and light. Conversation starter, human anatomy. That's cool. Uh, let's see, self-employed. She has a high school diploma, no college. Uh, she's a woman. She's single. She wants to date, but nothing seriously. So, not bad. I have an inner beauty that outshines my outer beauty. I do not surround myself around anyone who doesn't value my time and energy, which is reasonable. Let's see, I'm very open-minded and free-spirited woman. I really love fruit, which is over 50% of my daily diet. Okay, not bad. I mostly listen to French, Spanish, and Afrobeat music. I love meditating and exercising. Side note, I'm not looking for a relationship. If you are, I can't help you. Okay, see, she knows what she wants. So it's not bad. It's not bad. So she probably she's probably doing the whole thing. But what I'm saying is, when it's time to come settle down, because she's already 35, when it comes time for her to start settling down, I hope she's not doing anything that's going to come back to bite her. Because, again, but maybe she won't. Maybe she won't. Maybe she won't be, she won't ever want to get into a relationship. And that's perfectly her thing. That's perfectly fine. Let's see. Sarah Jane 41, message me, be respectful. Um, she's 41. She's from Marysville. She's 5'1". She's a little short. Uh, let's look at the pictures, Mary Jane. Not bad. You're not a bad-looking woman. Uh, that's an average build, you know. She's not real. She's not fat. She's not overly skinny. She's got a nice build. Let's see. It says, "Message me. Be respectful." Conversation starters. I'm pretty sure my soulmate died at birth. Um, we're kind of sad until it's not. Um, about Sarah J. Forty-one. I'm I'm looking to have some fun, go on adventures, and meet new people. Hopefully, find my person. The absolute laziness that goes to these profiles is like astounding. She wasted, she wasted really good pictures on a, she wasted good pictures on a, on a lazy profile. And this is one, this is one of the things I do find about certain women. 
they'll have really good pictures on a lazy profile. Let's just say that. One more and then we're done. Um, yeah, I know about most of these women I've already seen, or and I've done and I've went through their profiles already. So it's amazing that they're still here. But I, I said I made the predictions. I'm like, you're still gonna be here after a while. You're still gonna be here after a while, and here they are. I, you know. Oh, who else? Single and ready to mingle. Fifty-two from Portland. Hey, here we go. Single and ready to mingle. Fifty-two from Portland. Black woman. Uh, she's five ten. Pretty tall. She's single and ready to mingle. Conversation starters. My son. He's the love of my life. Okay. Uh, that's a way to start. Let's see. She has a master's degree. Get black woman athletic build. She has one picture. Again, is very grainy. So, again, lazy picture. And she doesn't, let's see, I love to laugh, I love to shop. Again, lazy. Stop being so lazy. Stop. You're here to date. You're single and ready to mingle. Please. Please. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get off that. I, need to, I really do need to get out of here, though. Um, but I think the one takeaway I have from these profiles that I read, and the one takeaway I want to give to you guys, is the fact that, a, you aren't putting too much effort into, and if you, again, if you're going to pay for something, right, if you're going to pay for a service, then it's, it's incumbent upon you, or it's inherent upon you to, um, yeah, it's incumbent upon you to put as much effort as you can because you're paying for it, right? Why are you going to pay for something? And again, you're not really, you're not doing much to facilitate its success, right? It's, a, it's wasting money at that point. Now I get it. A lot of you, a lot of you out there, and, to, and you're on plenty of fish. You're not, you're not paying for it, which is why you can't see likes and things like that. Cool. But at least if you're going to take the time out, right, to put up this profile and say that you're dating, put some effort into it. Like success isn't easy. It's really not. Success takes a lot of effort. Anything successful, anything that comes out successful, is not done from left field. So. If you want to be successful in your online dating profile, then put in the effort, put in the work, be creative, be imaginative. You don't have to write an entire novel like I see some women do because there is such a thing as TMI, but you have to have something. At least say who you are and what you're looking for and what you have to offer. Who you? That's really the three things that you really need to make a good profile. What you, who you are, what you like, what you have to, I mean, what you like, what you're looking for, and what you have to offer. That's it. You put that in, I promise you, you'll have a market improvement in, you have market improvement in responses. Oh, and pictures. Make sure your pictures are on point because, again, if your pictures ain't on point, then what's the use, right? Your pictures are supposed to tell the story that your bio reinforces. So, again, disjointed profiles, no. Make sure you have pictures up that match what you say in your bio. And you do that. If you do that and you say uh, what you want, what, what you like, what you want, and what you have to offer, then I promise you, you'll have, you'll have an exponentially more successful um, time on these dating sites. That's it. I'm ABC. Thanks for listening. You can catch me on social media. I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm The ABC Podcast is the show. 
that's my Facebook public page. So if you search the ABC podcast, you'll see it. Um, also, my personal public page is Jesse Ramsey ABC. I have a lot of stuff there just from my personal thoughts of my time running for state, um, running for state office, uh, the state legislature. I ran for that. Um, so there's that. And there's also my personal Facebook, which is jesse.ramsey.79. You can you can request to be my friend. I have 4.9 thousand freaking contacts and like over 7,000 followers or something like that. But, you know, I, I, I do what I can. So there's that. And then you can catch me on social media anywhere. I'm at jramseyabc. Um, I'm mostly on True Social. But I've also um, started up a TikTok, so I'm there. Um, I've started up a, I started a YouTube, but I don't do anything really with it. I was going to do some reacts, but we'll see how that goes a little later in the year. Um, so there's that. I might, I might branch off into Twitch. I'm not sure. We'll see how 2024 shapes out into 2025. We'll see how that goes, but that's that. So you can, you can catch me. Also, you can catch the show here on Block Talk Radio, or you can catch me on Apple Podcasts. Just search the ABC podcast on Block Talk Radio on Apple Podcasts. I don't charge for that show. You can actually subscribe for actual, uh, for free. The only ask that I have for that is that when you get the notification that I did, that I did put up a show, that you wait at least an hour because I process the audio and I upload a higher quality audio than what Blog Talk Radio has to offer. So I always replace the audio with something I did on Audacity and it just comes out. It's just a whole lot better. So just wait that hour and then and then come download the show and listen to it and enjoy it all you want. But yeah, so that's it. ABC, thanks for listening. Um, Again, I'm here from 11 to 12 during the week, Monday through Friday, 11 to 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. And then Saturday, I do 4 to 6 p.m. So catch me here tomorrow at 11. We're going to do the darn thing. Same bad time, same bad channel. Um, I'm ABC. Hit that music. I'm out. Peace. Remember, the future is what you make of it. Now go out there and make the dating world a better place.